It is Thursday night, and I had to take y'all back a little bit. Pop quiz. My man Trey Davis on the other end. You recognize that theme song? No, I don't. I was trying to I was trying to listen to it and kind of make it out, but uh, it sounded a little bit familiar. Well, I'm gonna tell you who that is. That was that is one of the gentlemen who we're gonna be talking about tonight. That was Adam Cole's Ring of Honor theme song. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, vaguely. Yeah, yeah that, is exactly, awesome, that is exactly who it is. Different way to start the show, but we're doing it that way. It is your boy D Sparrow, aka the Bad Superman, once again with my <laughs> man Trey Davis on the other side. What's going on? Not much, man. Gearing up for a big weekend. I'm really excited about the AEW show. I'm excited about what we're fixing to uh, make predictions on is the NXT TakeOver 30. Big, big show. Got some thoughts on it. I actually watched NXT uh, this past Wednesday live. And uh, I guess we'll, you know, SummerSlam's coming up as well. Uh, Yes, we're definitely going to do. Yeah, we're definitely doing a SummerSlam prediction. Yeah, yes, definitely. And then we're going to start doing a lot of these. We're going to be doing a lot of the uh, prediction shows. But, you know, I had to bring you on. You know, boss man, he's working hard. He's doing his thing. Our damn Marcoma. Always know I got my man Trey Hill watching my back. Oh, okay. I don't like oh. to talk by myself all night. I like yeah. to have somebody with me. But um, we also got to talk about something else. We got to talk about what you got going on. You got the... Elite Marsh Fantasy Wrestling. You got Summer Bash going on. Talk to the people about that. Okay, yeah, real fast. Uh, We kind of uh, name our events a little bit differently than the events that we make picks on. So say, for example, SummerSlam coming up this weekend. uh, We're making predictions on the SummerSlam card, but we call it Summer Bash. Made my own logo for it. Got the Elite Marks. uh, logo on there as well but uh we've got, man, we've got a huge match card we've got a lot of people participating the elite marks championship is on the line the elite marks classic championship is online me and my partner zach bell are going for the tag team titles against the penthouse and the host of snap customs uh podcast get snapped podcast daryl is entering the uh fantasy ring as well that's why you be, uh, that's right on uh, uh, Donald, the Irish pit bull from New York. He's actually he's super Irish. You'll find out in his uh, promos. And then uh, you got Jake, the snake Uh <laughs> He's from the UK, so he's got a he's got a thick accent as well. So this, this is going to be an interesting promo battle, too. Uh, of course, we vote that we vote on that on the page. Um, to see who has the best promo. You all three put out promos, and then we'll vote on it. Whoever has the most votes will then receive an extra five points, which helps you out tremendously, especially in a close matchup. Now, did y'all hear that? Your boy, Darnell Sparrow, is going to make his debut at Lee Moss Fantasy Wrestling. Go on there. Like it. Affiliate yourself with this. Hell, even join. Y'all better vote for me on this. Yeah, and you I put yes, a lot of hard work in it. I put a lot in the in the look. I got oh, yeah, it's excellent. He's got a – I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, I want people to go on the page and look it up and vote for you. But uh, he's got this – man, this awesome-looking mask. 
you're going to have to just check it out. Uh, we, of course, I helped him a little bit with the uh, editing, the video. The video looks awesome. He's got the upside down Superman symbol. It's in black and white. It's it's moving. It's like a moving photo. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And, guys, if you're interested in playing, I'd love to have you come over. You don't even have to do a promo. Uh, you can just make picks. But if you do want to do a promo, I'll, I'll hook you up with that. And uh, I'll do some graphics and stuff like that for you and edit you a, a nice uh, debut video package. And, and let me let me tell you something. I mean, he does awesome jobs. I mean, he like he did my logo. He, he did all my videos. Hooked him up. I mean, you got a calling. I'm gonna say it. You got a calling. I know, man. And, and I've I've done it for free because I enjoy doing it so much. I've done it for so many wrestlers. Uh, I've made several logos for my buddy who uh, who breeds uh, pit bulls. Uh, I made his logo for him, and then his buddy who's uh, into construction. Uh, He's got a construction building. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, uh, business, and uh, I made him a logo as well. So it's just, I, I've been doing it for a few years now, and I've always been into it, even since high school. So it's a lot of fun, and uh, man, I really enjoy doing it. Absolutely, I am definitely getting that logo. I'm definitely getting shirts made out of it. You might see some bad Superman merch, hint, hint, coming around. That's a t-shirt I would love to have. That's a. That's an awesome I, I got to get that made. My my wife can make that happen. She she does it. So we definitely. Yeah, my wife make also that does that too. <laughs> I, it's amazing what COVID can do for you. But, but you oh, know yeah. what? We 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 got we gonna talk about that a little bit later on. Also, when we close the show, like I said, we're doing we're doing NFC Takeover tonight. We're gonna do SummerSlam probably the tomorrow night or Saturday night. But right now, we're talking about NXT TakeOver 30. And l- let me say this about NXT TakeOver. This NXT TakeOver, and all of them been, have been great. No doubt about it. But this one, I think it's probably going to be the most intriguing. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm excited about it. But I'm a little... <sighs> there's, a, there's, some, there's some stuff that I'm a little disappointed in. What are they doing with Balor? Uh, um... Uh, I saw him lose, and he's he's out of the ladder match. So I'm a little disappointed that they didn't find something to do with Balor. You, well, you just well, you just well, brought well, him actually on. They did. Well, actually, okay, they, okay. He, he had a match. We're going to talk about it. Okay. Well, let's, start, well, let's go start off with the kickoff match. Okay. You got triple threat tag team at number one contendership. Winner gets the NXT tag team title shot. Got Brizongo, Legato del Fantasma, Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wild, Oni Logan, Danny Birch. I'm going to say it, and a lot of people may disagree. I think right now, even though they're having a good time, they're being silly, I think it's Brizongo's time. They, I think they, it is, too. The crowd seems – well, I mean, the crowd, I guess, is purposely on their side. But um, it just feels right. It's a good story to tell. Um, they've, they've been scratching and clawing their way up to the top for a while, and uh, I would like to see them go over, to be honest with you. And you got to think, think about Fandango. From when he started, I mean, this man beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. Yep. Not a lot of people can say that. Now, I believe one of his first matches, if not his first. Then he yes, got Tyler Breeze. Debut match. Tyler Breeze to me is very, he's extremely talented. I think he didn't really get that push that I figured he was gonna get. But he was you, awesome in NXT when his singles run. Exactly, and you put them together. Yeah, they're being silly. They're they're mimicking, but they're still a great team. It is it is their time. Because you want to talk about loyalty, they didn't have to go back to NXT. They went back no. and they made they made the best of it. 
But I will say this. Only Lurkin and Danny Burch, them boys are tough. So they're, yeah, they're, 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 I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them go over as well. I mean, I like all three of these tag teams. So, I mean, it, I mean, I could see them going in either either way uh, with any any of these three tag teams for sure. And it's and it's just amazing the research of walking walking wild. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you followed this kid, he was Zima Ion, DJ Z. This is like a totally different side of him. I like the look. <laughs> Especially yeah. teaming them up with Raul Mendoza. I mean, they could be a great tag team without their leader. Yeah, I agree. Totally. The ball. I mean, I, like I said, I love look, I love the gimmick, but I see Brizongo taking it, getting their shot. Now the question is, if that happens, do you see them beating Imperial? I don't see that. I just don't I uh, I just don't see that. I really don't. I, I mean no, no, I just I don't see that at all. Actually, Imperial I mean, just like they're just they're just so nasty and big, and they, and they have booked them so strong. I just exactly. don't see Fandango and uh, Tyler Breeze beating them. And the good thing about them, we're actually getting we're getting to see them without Walter, without Alexander Wood. We're getting to see right. that that cuff of how good that team is. So I say Brizongo's taking it. They're gonna get the shot if. And only if they do it, I guarantee you, it won't be at the next takeover, which they say will probably be in October. It's probably going to be straight out of the NXT, regular NXT show that we watch. It'll probably be a short reign. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and then, and did you get a chance, um, not to be too off subject, but did you get a chance to see the Thunderdome audience? Have you seen some of the pictures out there? I did, and I, I actually tried Wild. to be a part of it, but they said uh, it was – I it did was too. <laughs> so we're going to try again. But you know what? I can tell you what they did. They took the concept of what the NBA did because the NBA is doing that, getting people on the screens and everybody's watching. Yeah. But was good it's a about, good idea. It is a good idea. And was they're using the Amway Arena in Orlando. They're probably going to – I don't know how long they're actually going to be there. But they're going to do some shows there, some Raw, some SmackDowns. We're going to see the debut actually tomorrow night on Friday Night SmackDown. So I'm excited. But I, I'm, I'm also glad of, of what they're doing. They're being very strict with yes. this. You get out of line, you're banned. Period. You do yeah. anything inappropriate, you out of there. Yeah, they, so. And they've had a couple of outbreaks already. So, uh, yeah, they've got to be super cautious with this. Um I think that I think this is a, this is a great idea, and uh, t- you know, taken from the NBA. I mean, honestly, I don't mind the piped-in crowd sounds when I watch a baseball game. Exactly, uh, kind of take, kind of, you know, makes me forget about what's going on, and uh, just kind of takes me out of that moment, and just, you know, I, I forget for a little bit that, that everything that's going on right now. I want to jump off topic just mm -hmm. uh, because we're talking about, you know, the fans participating since we since WWE is doing the virtual fans. AEW is not. What do you think about that? It's a little bit different because I don't know. For some reason, when I watch an AEW show, it's almost like I don't even think about the pandemic. Uh, I don't know because they have people spread out throughout that big stadium, 
the uh, what is it daily place or whatever yeah and, and they've got people spread out it's outside but then you've got people in the front who are being loud and vocal and they're all indie workers and a lot of them um are from southern honor uh which i attend regularly um and they and they get you know they're fans is what i'm saying they you know what i'm saying you have the developmental talent um it just doesn't seem as sincere so hmm. I, I i enjoy you know I, I think it's cool i like for my wrestling to be different my my wrestling companies to be different i need variety so I, i'm i'm perfectly fine with AEW having uh, uh the limited crowd that they do in that stadium for some reason it just works better man and what's good so, about it they there's they're actually going to bring fans in nobody's going to be able to use the front of the floor i mean they're going to have them separated so you're going to see you know legit fans my only concern is is that being that florida is a hotbed for the for the coronavirus they're going to have to be very careful with this so i so yeah, i'm wondering will. of course i'm sure they're going to test people i'm just afraid that Somebody's gonna wind up catching COVID, God forbid, and they're gonna blame it on AEW. Yeah, and AEW hasn't had anything like that really happen yet. Whereas WWE has, but WWE has got to get out of that performance center, man. That is, uh, it's getting old, and it just comes off as stale. I mean, yeah, you can, there's been some great matches. Uh, since all this has went on, but you, I don't know, they've got to get out of that performance center. Well, like I said, they're using they're going to be using the Amway Center, which is home right. to the Orlando Magic. Is that are they using some that for SummerSlam? Yeah, they're going to be using they're using that for SummerSlam. They're going to be using for SmackDown. They're going to be there for a while. I don't know how long, but they, they're getting out of the performance center for a while. They say it yeah. may be about a couple of months, but you know, I did just like a test drive to see if they do decide to go to other arenas. This is the route they're going to go, but. We're going to see. But let's move on. Now, we, you talked about Finn Balor earlier. Um, he's going to go up against Timothy Thatcher. Oh, okay. All right, good. I was so like, th- you can't leave Finn Balor off the show. Of course, I see. You know what? I'm going to go I'm, I'm gonna go left. I see Timothy Thatcher winning this in an upset. This might, this, might, this might be that sleeper match. But I see Timothy Thatcher with the route they're bringing him with the submission wrestling and just tapping everybody out. I see an upset here. I think that's the way that they should go. Um, I think they should definitely put Tim over. Uh, that would elevate him to get a huge win over Balor. It's not really going to hurt Balor too much, I wouldn't think. Uh, but uh, that's the way I think they should do it. But I'm going to go ahead and predict that Finn Balor wins this. Um, I, I think they're going to make Tim look super, super strong in this. Agreed. But Balor will come out with a win. But I'm hoping I'm wrong on this one. I mean, what are your thoughts of Finn Balor even being in that NXT again and doing the whole great, the Prince gimmick? It's a great fit. Um, he wasn't working on the main roster. I don't know if it's a, a Vince McMahon deal. Um, to me, he's extremely marketable because oh, of yeah, the, no uh, the demon stuff. I mean, it's it's like Ultimate Warrior stuff. You know what I mean? Like he's he's got the face paint and everything, and and uh, he's you know good enough on the mic. He's excellent in the ring. Um, but something, something wasn't clicking there when he came back from his injury. He was hot there for a while. He's the first universal champion. Right. And- but in an NXT, you have a smarter uh, audience 
uh, and it just fits more there. And I was really happy to see him go heel when he went heel uh, when he first came back. Nobody saw that coming. But do you see him become a champion again? As for even North American. Absolutely. I, I definitely see him winning one of those belts for sure. That, that, that'll work for me. I definitely see it, but it's going to segue into the five-way ladder match. You got five-way ladder match for the vacant NXT North American Championship. For those right. who don't know who hasn't been keeping up, our current NXT champion, the limitless one, Keith Lee, relinquished the NXT North American title. Didn't have to, but like you said, he wants to give others opportunities. And what's disappointing about this match to me is the fact that Dexter Loomis got injured. Because you have yeah. the, you have, I mean, you have some great talent here. You got the big man, Bronson Reed. You got Velveteen Dream, which um, we're going to talk about him in, in a second. You got Cameron Grimes. You got Damian Priest. You got Johnny Gargano. Don't think I, one of the things I'm disappointed about this man is the fact that they, despite all that stuff been going on with Velveteen Dream, he's still right. got in this match. Yeah, I, I think until they get concrete evidence, they're not going to do anything because he's just so marketable and he's so good on the mic and he's one of their top stars in NXT. And and he's uh, one of those and guys. that doesn't make and that does not make it right. I'm not condoning what. Uh, WWE's decision. I think right. anytime anything like that comes up, and there's been uh, a few, you know, a few people that have spoke out. Uh, any- I think you need to take that matter seriously, and I think exactly. you need to put that talent aside. And if anybody followed Velveteen Dream, remember he came in, he was just Patrick Clark. Then he tried to do yep. the Patrick Clark experience, and he he had to mold his way. He had to find his himself. Well, his he was is super original. I mean, you, you can't debate that. I feel like. It's very, very original, and it's uh, it's different. There's nothing else there, uh, that, that's really quite like it, to be honest with you. Um, and <clears throat> at first, I didn't dig it, and then, I don't know, it just clicked with me. I was like, man, this cat is so different, and that, and that's what we need in wrestling. And I think a lot of different the, personalities. And I, and I, I, mean, think the I, I can't tell you, not to get off subject, but uh, my wife, who occasionally uh, watch wrestling with me, <laughs> occasionally uh she cannot tell a difference she can't tell the difference between seth rollins uh elias roman reigns uh, drew mcintyre they're all got long black hair and black beards i mean that's the look right now but i get it but at the same time man i really miss in the 90s and the 80s you have these drastically different personalities. Yes. yes. And uh, I really miss that about wrestling. So do you like the 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 the, the, the drastic I'm not gonna say drastic, the concept inside as far as you got you got the big man, you got the little man, and you got a kind of little bit in between. Mm-hmm. Or do yeah, normally, absolutely. I, I love I love Triple H's style of booking. Um, it's got an indie feel NXT does, but at the same time, the production is excellent and it, and it is like a super indie. You've got the best independent or the best talent that's been out there for, for years. Uh, like you, just like at the beginning of this podcast, when you played Adam Pages, uh, theme music from ROH, a lot of those guys came through either ROH or impact and it, it's, uh, but not to get off subject. But the ladder, yeah, the ladder match is uh, is booked very well, 
and it'll be interesting to see who they uh, put the title on. Oh, right, I'm going to give you first dibs. Call it. Who's walking out mm-hmm. North American champion? Uh, I'm going to say Johnny Wrestling. Uh, I think uh, he kind of needs it now that he's a heel. I think he would make an excellent heel North American champion. Um, yeah, that's that's that's. I'm going to go with Johnny Wrestling. He's. I could see Candice LeRae, you know, kind of helping him out during that match. Um, but yeah, and, and the bigger guys kind of uh, eliminating themselves, you know, eliminating each other. I mean, and uh, yeah, I could see Johnny winning that. Yeah, the figure's good, but I'm going with the dark horse on this one. Okay. I'm going, with, I'm going with the one nobody was thinking about. Nobody's probably going to pick. I'm going with Cameron Grimes. I think Cameron Grimes is going to come in there. He's going to he's going to shock the NXT universe. He's going to shock everybody because again, he's the dark horse in this match. I absolutely think that anybody in this matchup could win this one. Either this is a, this is a hard matchup to pick. I'm kind of glad we're not doing this for our fantasy card. Because uh, these would be some pretty hard matchups, to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, because I could, I could definitely see Grimes winning it as well. And I could definitely see him, maybe who I could say, well, Finn Balor at Takeover in October, and that'll be the moment Finn Balor gets the North American title. Possibly so. Unless, be, yeah. Depending on again, depending on how long Dexter Loomis is out. That's gonna that because I think that that changed a lot to this match because like I said, if Dexter Loomis wouldn't have got injured, he would have been my pick. Right. Yeah, I, and because they were putting a lot of steam behind uh, him, so yeah, I think he probably would have been my pick as well until he got injured. He's got like uh, a uh, Dexter Morgan type feel to him, <laughs> uh, serial killer type deal. I remember him in uh, Impact. That's when he was doing. He was doing that storyline. With, <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember her name, Christy With, Hemme. Uh, uh, the redheaded girl, yeah, right? Hemme. Little Christy Hemme. Christy, yeah, yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. with his dude, but yeah, you got Johnny Wrestling. I got Cameron Grimes, and again, this is the Get Snap Podcast. We're talking NXT Takeover Thirty. Got my man Trey Davis on the other end. Boom. We just have, just having a good time. We're gonna be talking. Pretty much, this is gonna be Prediction Weekend. You might as well say. Because we got takeover tonight, we're going to be talking SummerSlam. We might even have a a pre Dude, or post AEW night. You never know. Right. Like, we we've got a busy busy weekend. I've got some podcasts that I've got to pump out as well. And I want to get on here with Wes, me, you, and Wes, all three of us, man. We can oh, yeah, make we, it happen. Yeah, well, you talking about you got other podcasts? Why don't you go and plug them? Um, Zach Attack Podcast will be returning tomorrow night. Probably won't be released until Saturday morning. Um, and then we're going to try to do, I'm going to try to do a Elite Mark special uh, and, and see what the feedback is on this one. Uh, I'm doing like a talks, a wrestling talk soup. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be recording uh, different stuff that's been going on with different podcasts, uh, like the bigger, you know, the big name podcasts, like something to wrestle with right. and um, uh, the Arn Anderson podcast, uh, grilling JR. We're going to have tons of clips and, and we're going to be commenting. It's just, I'll be recording the most interesting thing that I feel like was said on these podcasts. And it's, it's just something 
experimental. I want to try it out. If we get a ton of good feedback and gets a lot of listens, then uh, I'll continue to do it. But, uh, I, I, you know, um, uh, I was going to say that the Zach Attack podcast had some really good numbers this week, and I, I appreciate everybody for listening. And I know we were off a week, but we'll be back tomorrow night. There it is. Y'all make sure y'all listen. I'm going to listen. I'm going to check them out. Y'all might even hear me on one of them shows one day. The oh, one yeah. thing you said about podcasts, you know, we all, we don't try to, you know, try to dominate. We want to try to dominate. Yeah, we, we all do it because we like to do it. We, we are, we still oh, man. Yeah, and, and, there, and to me, it's never been a competitive thing because, you know, me as a fan, I listen to several podcasts. I don't just listen to one. I'm like, well, something to wrestle with is better than all of them, so I'm not listening to the rest of them. It's not like that at all. Uh, there's uh, there's plenty for everybody. Exactly. But let's go on. We got the NXT Women's Championship. We got Io Shirai, Dakota Kai. I'm going to say it. This might be one, if, if they do this correctly, this can be the match of the night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the uh, the women's division has always been excellent in NXT. Um, you know, I mean, my God, that's what got me into women's wrestling, to be honest with you. I was never into women's wrestling. Uh, and then I remember when NXT first started coming on the network, when the network kind of debuted, and watching Charlotte and Natalia, and it, it made me into a fan, man. I just, you know, NXT has always done a great job with the women's division. No doubt about it. I'm going to say it right now. We will see a, a new NXT Women Champion. I think it's Dakota Kai's time. I mean, Io Shirai's been a, a great champion. No doubt about it. But I think Dakota Kai, you know, she she was one of the most popular at one time. Got injured, came back. We see a totally different version of her. Now she has some backup. And you know what's funny about that? Raquel Gonzalez. I remember we did an NXT, they did an NXT show here in Memphis. Downtown it's a place called Minga Wood Hall. And it's literally just that. It's a big hall. They had the ring. They had some chairs. And if you didn't buy those expensive seats, you know, you it was standing room only. But what we've seen in NXT is not the version that I saw in Memphis because she fought Rhea Ripley, that back, that's when uh, Rhea Ripley was champion. So it was like they mm-hmm. just redid her totally. And like I said, she's been perfect backup for Dakota Kai, which means she's walking out NXT Women's Champion. Uh, you know, I'm going to disagree with you. I, I don't know if it's Dakota's time yet. Uh, I don't know if she has – to me, she don't. I don't know if she has enough steam behind her quite yet. Um. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see her winning it, and I mean I could be wrong. Like I said, any of these matchups really could go either way, uh, and that's that's the that's the great thing about Triple H's booking. I mean, it's just yeah, you you never know. You want from a wrestling to... show where you have to be guessing. You don't want to go into a wrestling show knowing I know exactly who's going to win every single one of these matches. And, and again, you you're exactly right. That is good because if you go in, because you know back in the day you're like okay. We know this guy's gonna win it. It was it was kind of simple, but like I said with yeah. NXT, you're walking out of there, you're definitely walking out of there with your, with your mouth open, like whoa, didn't expect that to happen. Which is yeah, we definitely lead. we definitely do need to do a fantasy card on it uh, pretty soon because uh, that's what I want from fantasy cards. Because then you get different predictions, 
and we don't have to go to uh, bonus questions as much. Uh, so, yeah, that's a man. NXT is just like I said, it's it's great. It's the the booking is awesome. Uh, the talent is great. So, I mean, Saturday night is going to be awesome. Now, you you saying that, you know, Io Shirai is going to retain. Who right. do you see if if that's true, if she retains, who do you see beating her? I don't know. Maybe somebody that hasn't even debuted yet. Possibly. You know, maybe somebody, somebody that's in developmental right now who they've got huge hopes for. You know, kind of comes out or just has a few squash matches and and uh, get some steam behind her. They they book her well, and then she's got you know she's got her next opponent. But you know, I don't know. That's tough. Maybe she goes back to Dakota again, and then you know eventually she does get the title. So I got I got two I I, I got two names, and I'm going off okay. something you said earlier. You said you picked Johnny Gargano to win the North American title, right? Right. If that happens, I see Candice LeRae at some point beating Io Shirai. If now that, that I could see because she's she's got a great personality. She's great in the ring too. Uh, I'm not discounting that, but she's got a good personality as well. Great heat behind her character. So I mean, yeah, I, I could see that, and I would like that. And my second one is more of a dark horse, but I see Mercedes Martinez possibly sneaking in if if yeah. they if they push her out. I could see her sneaking in and, and getting a, a run with it. But let's 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 talk about Robert Stone. Now I'm pretty sure you've um seen Robert Stone before he was Robert Stone. Did you think this is working for him? I mean what, what, uh, what do you mean by that? What I mean is you know he comes to NXT he's a manager. We're so right. used to seeing him wrestle Robbie E. I mean, this is like a like a, a big transformation. Do you right. think that's working for him being a manager vice being a wrestler? I, I think it is uh, to a certain degree. I don't think his entering is great. I've actually seen uh, a few of his matches in person. Uh, so I think his in his ring is just so so uh, so that. But it's always great when you have a personality like that, so you can get physical with him. You know what I'm saying? Like when I think you brought it up on a podcast with Wes, how um, Heenan sold and, and bumped all over the place because Heenan was actually a former wrestler. Exactly. Um, not a, not a, you know, he didn't have, he didn't do much as a, as a former professional wrestler, but he, he knew how to bump and he knew how to, he knew how to sell his ass off. And, and that's all Robbie really needs to do. And then Robbie can have matches here and there. And, 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 you know, I don't know. I think his personality gets over more than his entering. That's what I'm saying. Oh, good. I was real surprised when he came through that he didn't actually start wrestling right away. I said, okay, they 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 go another route with him. But I actually like it. I, I like what he's doing with the Leah. Yeah, I definitely like that. Um, this Mercedes Martinez thing. I'm kind of interested in seeing how far that goes. But like I said, if they they push this correctly, like I said, she can sneak in. And um, get a woman's championship at some point, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse it. I'm gonna reverse how I was gonna talk about this. I'm gonna do the NXT championship now, and then okay. we'll talk about Cole and uh, Pat McAfee last because I know that's that's one of the the big topics. Um, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee NXT championship. 
I think this is going to be a fight. It's going to be stiff. Yeah, Any, absolutely. Anybody that's seen Karrion Cross, I got a chance to see him live when he was in Impact, when he fought Eddie Epp with that Slammiversary. I was actually there for that when it was in Dallas. Right. This, this is, this is going to be a fight. It's, yeah, he, and this is going to be physical, and like you said, it's going to be stiff. Um, both talents are red hot right now. And, um, you know, I've enjoyed the story leading into it as well. One thing that kind of bothers me sometimes uh, with NXT and AEW is that they'll get a uh, brand new talent and they'll build them up for like um, a month, month and a half, two months, and they're already in the world title picture. Um, And... To me, it just – it takes – this is a match that I, I feel like I'm pretty certain in my prediction. Um, he – I would have liked to see Kieran Cross kind of go through more talent before he got to the uh, world title spot. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, they needed to build somebody for Keith Lee. And, and uh, you know, it, it wasn't going to be Adam Page. He has right. what he has going on. So yeah, yeah I, I'm a little disappointed that it, that it's happening so soon. Yeah, but, cause, cause uh, cause at mean, the same time, I'm very interested in the matchup. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely because I thought they was gonna do you know a rematch with with Adam Cole, but I, I see what they what they led into. I don't mind it. I mean, they they needed a they needed a big guy to do it, and I guess like I said, Priest Priest was working, Reed was working. They really don't have – they don't really have that person that can stick out. That'll be some mm-hmm. good competition. So, so Karrion Cross kind of kind of fell into their lap. And don't get me wrong, like I said, great athlete. I love, the, I, I love what they're doing with him. But like right. I said, we all know right now Keith Lee right now I think is super hot. And if you've ever seen Keith Lee prior to NXT, you – I right, mean, the, involved. The, the, yeah, I thought I'm involved. Uh, was in Ring of Honor. He was Shane Taylor's tag team partner. I remember going to a Wildcat show in New Orleans. Shout out to Luke mm-hmm. Hawk and those guys. And I remember tag team matches going on. I see two big dudes bum rush the ring and just tossing folks, power bombing <laughs> folks. And then I look back. I said, wait a minute. One of those dudes was Keith Lee. And you would never yeah. think a dude that big can be that agile Absolutely. I I think when I became a fan was when he faced Rome or when he was in a, um, nothing is last year at Survivor Series, possibly was Mm -hmm. NXT, uh, Raw and SmackDown. And he really, really shined in that um, Survivor Series style matchup and almost defeated Roman Reigns, who was the top guy at the time. I got to be, I thought he was getting called up after that. I, I really, I, I thought he, this, I really this became a fan. Up. I really thought, but I, I'm liking that they're taking NXT and they're actually making it. They're not making it okay. It's like you go here, then you get called up. They're making this into a brand. And from what I, from what I read, the the next draft that they're doing is going to be all three brands. So th- this is gonna this is gonna be interesting to see. Who I think that's uh. And I think they need to do that because NXT is just as good as SmackDown and Raw. As far as I'm concerned, I would rather watch NXT than watch SmackDown or Raw. So um, to see 
I don't know, maybe um, just a ta- okay talent that is just not getting over on the main roster. Uh, return back to NXT would be really, really awesome. And of course, you know, seeing some guys that have been in NXT for you know forever, uh, seeing them get called up to see what they can do on the main roster. So right. yeah, I, I really hope they do include NXT in that, and uh, I hope NXT gets some guys that just haven't been able to really get over on the roster. Right, on the main roster. Oh, that's that's more definitely. But I asked this question to. I'm gonna kind of jump ship a little bit. You think they should get rid of 205 Live? Or let me refer, or they think they should modify it a little bit? Okay, so I have talked about 205. When when we did a season and we had uh, in fantasy wrestling and when we had um, 205 the show where we had to pick matches, I had to watch 205, unfortunately. Um, and there's some great wrestling on it, though. Um, you know, after watching, I think that one of my God, man, one of my favorite matches from a couple of years ago was on NXT. Man, it was Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto, and I'm telling you, these guys worked better than anybody on Raw or SmackDown or anything, anything previously taped or whatever for 205. I'm telling you, they. Uh, I mean, I like 205, Did but here's my Kalisto? problem. Did you see Kalisto when he came back? How jacked up he yeah. was. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, no, I did see that. Um, okay, so this is what I would do to fix NXT. NXT has a lot of talent on it. They need some big-name talent for that cruiserweight division if you really wanted to get it over. But I like what they're doing with with NXT, and it's kind of an NXT property in a way. Uh, or it's defended on NXT quite a bit, but <sighs> do that. But if you're going to keep your 205 show, you need to be like, like I'm talking like a Finn Balor. I'm talking like put the undisputed uh, editor uh, on uh, Daniel uh, Daniel Bryant, Drew Gulak. Now I'm talking. You need to load that roster up because if you really want people to watch it and be interested in it. Now. Because- with some of your younger guys coming through, if they were to beat a Finn Balor, a Daniel Bryant, or some of these cruiserweight type oh, wrestlers, oh no, oh no, oh that name going through the roof after that. Yeah, they're they're, they're exactly they're a made man. So now you can eventually return these guys to other rosters and rotate some of these people. But that's what they need to do to fix two hundred five if they really want to fix it. Now, if they don't want to go through the headache of adding all that talent that I, you know, I was named off or any of that or any kind of cruiserweight talent that got on the main roster. It needs to be on 205. I I mean, I'm perfectly happy with it just being on NXT, but get rid of 205 if you're just going to put it on NXT. And and the thing about, like I said, if you go to a SmackDown show, and I know I mentioned this before, see, the fans don't give it a chance. Because once they see SmackDown, they're ready to go home. But like you said, talent is there. They, they're, they're not, they're, one, I don't think they're giving them enough time because you got all right. these cruiserweights and, you know, you give them an hour so you'll get two or three matches and you're not really giving them that time and you're not really giving them that look because when does 205 Live come on now? On Fridays? I have no clue. I, as exactly. a matter of fact, I, I told my wife, I was like, I thought this show was canceled. Like, I had no idea that it was still on. Uh, but I think that 
if you're going to put it on a brand like NXT, you just need to go ahead and get rid of the show. Nobody's watching it. But, I mean, if you want to build it up as its own brand and, and make it a very popular show on the network, then you got to add some, like, big-name talent uh, to that 205 division. I'm, I'm like, put the undisputed, because, like, I get an example. On WWE 2K20, I take, like, got, like, the undisputed era. I put them on 205 Live. I put those names, those, those guys right. that, that you would never see on there. Uh, let me tell you something. If they put Undisputed Air, all those guys on there, and some of the guys that I mentioned, along with all the other talent that they have, I promise you I'd be watching 205 every I would week. At least, to me, at least put Roderick Strong on there. I think Roderick oh, Strong, yeah. to me, well, can be Well, I think you got to have uh, good dancing partners, though, as well. So, you know, you can't just add one or two guys. I think you got to add – you, you got to add at least, you know, four or five guys that are going to make me like tune in and like, man, I got to watch this. Yeah, put the Lucha House Boy, but can, they should have kept the Lucha House Party on 205 Live. But I see they're, they're, trying, they they're, they're trying to push, they were trying to push Grant Metal League, you know, trying to get these guys opportunities, which I don't disagree with it, but you're taking a lot of guys and you put them on the main roster, forgetting about them on 205 Live. But like I said, We'll see where it goes. Um, but let's talk about it. To me, and maybe it's just me, maybe it might happen this way, this should have been the main event of TakeOver. We're talking about Adam Cole, Pat McAfee. Now, for those who haven't been keeping tabs of what's going on, you know, Pat McAfee has a podcast. Right. Adam Cole on there. You know, Corner Pat McAfee. I'm gonna say he was kind of nitpicking Adam Cole as far as his size go. Mm-hmm. It kind of got to Adam Cole. He got in his face. It got it got personal. It led up to this. And for those who don't know, Pat McAfee is a former NFL punter. Yes. Find out how hard he can kick. Two weeks ago, <laughs> when, he, when he kicked Adam Cole. Even though to me, you know, that was a cheap shot. But before we even get into the match itself, do you agree with the fact that they're kind of they're kind of flipping characters, meaning Adam Cole's gonna be the baby face in this? Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh because ultimately I see I see him going over. I really don't see him losing this matchup. Um this is what at the beginning of the podcast, um, what I was going to nitpick about. Of course, I nitpicked the whole Keith Lee and Karen Cross being a little bit too rushed. This right here, um, you know, you're, you're always going to be interested to see any kind of celebrity or, or an athlete uh, jump into a wrestling ring who has just, you know, hasn't had probably much training and they're going to be green, but you want to see how well they're going to do. It's kind of like, um, you remember that mania they had? Uh, well, I mean, they've had a ton of celebrities, but Snooki, Snooki, or oh, whatever from oh, uh, yeah, from the Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. It's like I, 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 you know, I didn't want to see it, but I did. It's like I don't want to. Oh man, I don't want to see this. You know, why is why is this on my TV? But at the same time, I'm like, well, I kind of want to see what you know how bad it's going to be. It's kind of like the. The car wreck, you can't help but rubberneck a little bit. But uh, I, I, he's an athlete, so I'm, I'm sure he'll do all right. And and 
Adam Page could wrestle a, a broomstick and you, it'd be you entertaining. Adam, so you, you must be a fan of Adam Page. You got Adam Page on the brain. You must really like that guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, Adam, but let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you what's gonna set the. Well, I ain't even gonna say it. the fact the story itself really set this off. Pat McAfee won. Is good on the mic. He 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 sold that character real he good. He, he is. He is good on the mic. That that's what he got me. I think he's gonna do. I would say similar to what D'Angelo Williams did in Impact. Probably not as athletic. Cause you know he right. got to be the bad guy, so he can't. He's he's, he's gonna do those things. It's gonna be like, oh damn, did he really just do that? Yeah, and I'm hoping this. I think this match will probably surprise me to a certain degree, uh, but I, I don't know. I would have rather seen a different matchup in its place a little bit. But you know, like you said, they've they've done a good job building the story, and I do have that interest of how good is he going to be. Well, I played I played the what if game for this mm-hmm. match. Let's say this: what if? Pat McAfee beats Adam Cole, let's just say. I've heard the ramblings. You you probably heard the ramblings. Right. Do you see the Undisputed Era turning on Adam Cole? Because you remember, Pat McAfee made that point. Adam Cole said pretty much he don't need those guys to beat him. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is, is that a possibility? Absolutely, and that's what... It's so much fun going into an NXT show because there's just always possibilities and it's unpredictable. Um, unlike some of the main WWE shows, it could be very predictable sometimes. Um, so, yeah, I, I could I could definitely see that, and I think uh, actually that would be a really cool story if they did that. One of the things that's going to be significant about this match is time. How much time are they going to give them to make this work? Because it will be some. It, it will be funny. Say, I'm going to say anywhere from ten to fifteen minutes. Because that's just, again, what if there'll be some smoke and mirrors. Because, like I said, we talk about the what if thing. If if the undisputed ever turns on Adam Cole, you think Pat McAfee will be the leader now? I don't know. Does he have interest in in being? You know, is this just a one time gig, or does he have interest in being a? a professional wrestler, you know, somewhat full-time. I don't know. Uh, that's something we should probably look up for sure. Um, that, that uh, actually, be, you know, that would be awesome if he did some kind of, like, thing where he, he just didn't wrestle he, much and he, he was be just the their mouthpiece. Yeah. Because you notice he picked on all three. So he'll, he'll be a good mouthpiece for them. Yeah, I would actually like that. That would be a pretty entertaining story. Well, well I'm, I'm – but well, is this is this just regular? So was is this street fight rules or is this just regular one on one? I can't remember on top of my head. But I, I think, think it is. I think it's some kind of like no rules match. I, I don't know if it's extreme rules or street fight. Pretty much the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, they they because this because because I didn't see any stipulations. So I'm thinking if this is going to be a wrestling match, I think it's going to start off slow. I think yeah, be, like I said, there'll be some smoke and mirrors. I feel like as far as interference and stuff like that. To me, it'll be like when Dennis Rodman wrestled. You know, started slow. He'll do a couple of wrestling moves here and there. And then Adam yeah. Cole will probably take over. You're going to see the brawling with the 
the undisputed era, going to see the brawling with the, the NFL players on the outside. So it's going to get wild. Do you I think, think it that closes the show? It should. It it, it really should. Because we, we pretty much know. Close, I, I do think it will close the show because it is their top storyline, I feel like. And that tells me that Keith Lee is definitely going over. That, that's my point. That's why I say that match probably won't go long. But they have to close with Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. They have to. Because that's really yeah. going to take and – and I say that because if they don't, even if it was the semi, it's, it's going to take the steam out, out of that match. That match has to main event. Yeah, that'll be really hard to follow too, especially uh, two big guys like Keith Lee and, and Karen Cross trying to follow something like that. So, yeah, I I, I could I, I definitely see that closing the show for sure. So do you see any – unexpected things happening to take over. Debuts, returns? Yeah, debuts, returns. You know, I, somebody interfering, somebody showing up they ain't supposed to. You know, and I, I'm probably the wrong person to to ask this. I, I really have no idea. And, and that's what's so great about the NXT shows. Again, I'm going back to it again, is that you really don't know. Um, you could see somebody from the main roster possibly show up. Uh, possibly they've got a new independent talent. I haven't heard any of any NXT signings lately. Um, so maybe, I don't know, with it being TakeOver 30, surely they've got something big planned. See, the only prediction I can see happening is in that five-way. I don't know how severe Dexter Loomis' injury is, but don't be surprised. He shows up and and does something. He'll just go in and take everybody out, and then it'll, you know, it'll honestly, leave. Honestly, I haven't like, seen like a report online like a, of a legitimate like injury that he has. So you have to kind of wonder. And I and somebody's probably listening to this thinking, "No, dumbass, he's definitely hurt. He had surgery, or, or he's got surgery scheduled, or whatever." Um, and I, I think I heard on a podcast that he's legit hurt. But I mean, you could be right. I mean, I mean, this could be a ruse. Up. He can just show up because he, he's that. He's one of those guys that's intimidating enough. He can just show up. Right, yeah. while he's healing, right. He can, he can just show up or he can do some type of video or he can do some type of some smokes, something that's, that you know he's there. Right, and, and something that involves his character. Yeah, I could I could definitely see that. But, like I, said, but uh, yeah, I see some kind of, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I could definitely see a major return or a debut uh, or both um, at NXT TakeOver. Because, I mean, it's the 30th, you know, TakeOver. That's uh, that's that's really big. That's WWE covets that uh, number uh, they did with WrestleMania. Um, right. So, yeah, I could definitely see that, man. And, you know, I'm thinking we're talking about the NXT Championship. I might see... Cameron Cross getting what he gave Keith Lee, and that might cause him to get beat. That I could see that feud continuing. Um, even though Keith Lee may get the win, something tells me that that feud is going to continue it, past and takeover. Pro- and honestly, it's probably going to have to. And like yeah. I said, Adam Cole's busy. They don't really have a big name 
that should go after him. I said, unless, like I said, unless Bella get a chance. I mean, he's beaten pretty much almost everybody in the uh, in the five way ladder match. So- yeah, yeah, it, it, I could see them feuding for a little bit, at least until another contender kind of pops up. But yeah, they uh, <clears throat> and they they're just getting started too. Like I said, it was rushed, but maybe I'm wrong, and they they've got this big long story planned. But you know, who I wish should have stayed in NXT. Matt Riddle. Who's that? Matt Riddle. Yeah, but man, he brings something different to SmackDown at least. Um, but he did fit that NXT brand, so I could def- I see where you're coming from on that. I'm like I said, because it's pandemic, you know, is and one of the people that I missed, and this might be one too. You talked about debuting, and I know the pandemic is probably gonna ruin this, but you know who should who should come back. Right now, there's your two people need to come back right now. They're both mm-hmm. in the UK. Walter and Pete Dunn. Yeah. Yes, and that and that I could definitely definitely see Walter um uh, being an NXT takeover. I, I could believe, definitely see that. I believe he just had a birthday, he was yesterday or today. So happy birthday. Billy's really, 33 years old. Dude, he's a beast. <laughs> Oh yeah, he, I he, really, bad. really enjoyed his run as a UK champion, and I think he's very, very marketable. Um, this is a guy you could definitely build for Drew McIntyre at Mania. Oh yeah, I mean there, the, the potential for for Walter is is limitless. Mm-hmm. Imagine this so, guy coming in sorry, at the Royal Rumble and just dominating the Rumble and winning the Rumble, man. Oh, I think I, that would make for it's so refreshing. It. And it, to be it honest, refreshing. And to be honest with you, I said, "Who's the last NXT guy that was, was no no NXT guys ever won it?" Because I know, mm, Cor- yeah, not not Cor- not Cor- Cor- my head. Corbin won the Andre the Giant when he was in NXT. Shinsuke Shinsuke won the Rumble, but he was he you was, know was, he was on the main. Yeah, he's been called up. You're right. That's why I said so. This Royal Rumble and NXT guy needs to win it. They have Man, to. that would be awesome because you need something unpredictable for the Rumble. The Rumble has kind of been somewhat predictable, in my opinion, the last few years. Let's just throw a guy out there and just make him a star, just build him. Because this guy, he's ready, he's huge, he's he's got that badass believability to him, like a, like a Brock Lesnar. Um, I don't know, man, like... This guy could be – he could have a money match with, with Braun Strowman, um, Drew McIntyre. Uh, they should just really, you know, just really, really push this guy. Let me ask you this. What's missing in NXT? That, could really, that could really set them up. <laughs> uh, Walter Walter Pete Dunn, like I said. They, they I, I still would love to see Shinsuke return back to NXT. I, I agree. I don't know. I mean, I know he's tag champion right now, but man, honestly, when you said two people that could return, I thought you might were going to mention um, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura because I, I would love to see those guys both back in NXT. You know, I would have said it, but Cash is gone. Yeah, yeah on what, uh, what is he doing now? I, I heard that he was considering retirement. And, yeah, he he um, he's about up there. He, he 
If he's not retired, he definitely needs a break. I, like I said, I would have said Cesaro if Cachazono would have stood there. Because uh, I, yeah. I don't Reform understand. Man. I never understood why they never put the Kings of Wrestling together. I never understood that. Well, you and Jim Cornette have that in common. Yeah, I don't understand it either. Um, that Yeah, especially because both guys have, have kind of floundered here and there. So, that uh, yeah, that just makes sense, man. At least gave it, you know, give it a shot. At least, you know, because because I would have because honestly, if they would have put them together, because anybody that knows wrestling knows they would have dominated NXT. That they would have dominated. Oh that, man, that yeah. Imagine when it was uh Tommaso and Johnny Gargano. They were thank you. When they, they were, were team and and uh, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan against Chris Hero and. Claudio Casanova. Oh, man. That's been awesome. I'm like, do you want to talk Revival. about... But see, here's the problem. Vince is not big on tag team wrestling. That's why I said... No, that, but this is... But, but but you know, NXT is Triple H's baby. So, it, at least the, you could have done it in NXT. I mean, I mean that, that probably would have... That probably would have set them way over the top. But again, oh, man. You, yeah. you, you never know. That's why I said it's going to be interesting. If they do the draft, they do all three brands. I would not be surprised because when Cesaro was in NXT, he had a good run, but he never won the title. No, he really did. But he was kind of uh, in this weird role where he was on the main roster and NXT there for a little bit as well. Um, I don't think Cesaro has ever been able to really – on the mic and I think that's Vince's problem to me um, there was a time where you could have pulled the trigger on Cesaro and I think Cesaro would have been really huge it's when he had that match with John Cena and John Cena even endorsed him in the back and told Vince you know this is the guy this guy's awesome you know he's great in the ring he's super freaking strong Um, he's got a great look uh, the gimmick is good too, but he—I think it's his his mic work. I guess uh, is is what management has always looked at. But man, that's a guy. If I had my own wrestling company, I would love to get a hold of, and I, I could just build a company around this dude. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really they, could. They should have never let him. They should have kept him with Paul Heyman because the King of Swing thing was working. Yeah, I've I never understood why they drop that. I hate when they drop something that's an actual good idea. It's like they get bored of it and they just drop it. And it's like, no, I, I really loved um, Heyman with him. I, I don't know why they drop that. That drives me nuts. Because every time you know, anytime somebody gets with Heyman, they become stars because they gave up just like they did with Curtis Axel. Well, yeah, so as you can say, they gave up on Curtis Axel. Um, it wasn't working as much as for me as Cesaro because Cesaro could back it up in the ring a little more than Curtis Axel can. But I mean, Curtis Axel is another guy um, who just man, they have just absolutely dropped the ball on him as well. Yeah, yeah they made a they made a joke out of him. They they, they made yeah. a complete joke out of him. Like yeah, I said, he's he, doing nothing now. He's just kind of in catering. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So. That is our predictions here on the Guest Now podcast. We're talking about NXT TakeOver 30. We'd definitely love to hear your predictions. Hey, 
Let us know what's going. Let us know what's on your mind. Shoot us an email at snapcustoms.com. Let us know in our um messages. We do check it a lot. Also, like I said, check out my man here, Trey Davis, Elite Marks, Elite Marks Fantasy Wrestling. Check out the Zach Attack podcast. What other podcasts you got? Well, we have an Elite Marks podcast. Like I said, that I'm going to be doing a special. Uh, I'm going to be putting out a old school podcast, which is where me and the Professor Andrew Stone review old NWA, WCW events. I got to uh, get in there. It's really from the 80s and the 90s. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll send you a link after the show. Um, but yeah, uh, I've got some other stuff coming out, and I, like I've I've got a ton of DMs here lately asking if the Georgia Heat podcast is returning. With Georgia Wrestling returning, yes, I can say that I've got something in the works and uh, should know something as soon as next week as far as like getting some guests and and bringing the Georgia Heat podcast back on, man, which is nothing but Georgia indie wrestling talk. That's that's another show I would like to get you on uh, to talk about the Memphis scene and uh, and tell us some of the bigger names in the uh, Tennessee area. Oh, definitely, no doubt. And and one of the things we need and to bring I like up, get West too, because he wrestled in the Georgia's uh, wrestling scene. I had to I had to throw that out there too. <laughs> and definitely check out your independent wrestling. I, I know you know with the pandemic going on, a lot of shows are being canceled, but they've got a lot right. that's, that's still you know trying to hold on. So go out yes, there, be cautious. Yeah, be cautious. Like a lot of the shows I go to, you can't even whether you can pay till you're blue in the face. You don't have a match, you can't get in. Yeah, that's point blank. Period. I mean, uh, yeah, definitely. Cool. That should that's a that's that should be a requirement. I can't tell you. I go out and I wear my mask, and you know, I see the majority of the people wearing their masks, doing the right thing, and then there's always uh, there's always one or two people that are just they just don't. I guess they don't believe in it. I don't know. They haven't had anybody affected uh, by it that they know. Uh, but this is, you know, this is serious and we want to get everything back to normal as yeah. far as concerts and wrestling shows and hell, just hanging out with people in general. And and you can attest to this, especially with independent wrestling. You know, a lot of these wrestlers, you know, they're taking big risks as well. A lot of them are, they're out here wrestling, excuse me, and, you know, they're getting paid very little, if not anything because they love what they do. A lot of them got to find yeah. other ways to make money with their merchandise. I know a lot of them are doing um, online auctions. A lot of them are going on Facebook, Live, Instagram, whatnot. Yeah. A lot of wrestlers gear. have been selling their, uh, their gear. I've noticed here lately. Yeah. Uh, um, updating their gear as well, I guess. Yeah. Cause I just got, got a lot of stuff coming that I got um, last weekend from, um, Midstage Wrestling, shout out to my man Jason Jones, Miranda Gordy, Niles Plonkay. I got a, I got a lot of great stuff from them. Like I said, I saw that that invoice. I was like, oh my god, what did I buy? But I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of great stuff. It should be here tomorrow. So you guys be um, looking for that on Snap Customs. I'll go live, um, show that stuff to you. Actually, can't wait to get it. Hopefully, I get Jason Jones on. Episode, he said he actually will do one. Excuse me, when he gets a chance, would love to get Miranda Gordy, second generation wrestler. Don't Terry Bam, I'm good on the show. I mean, there's a lot we can do with these podcasts because one thing about independent wrestling, you get to meet a lot of great talent. 
that a lot Absolutely. of companies are sleeping on. And right, is- and we've had um, who was uh, Georgia Female Wrestler of the Year two years in a row, uh, uh, Danny Jordan on, who's yeah. been yeah. Uh, been seen on uh, NWA Power and um, AEW a dynamite actually against uh, Nyla Rose, but um, yeah, uh, we've had we've had s- several Southern Honor talents on and 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 promoters and. Man, uh, we love to do it, and we love to help uh, spread the word of independent wrestling. There's so many great promotions in the state of Georgia, and now, uh, now Alabama is coming up with Pro South. Man, it is just you need to look that up. That is that's some crazy shit. There's a I'm, lot of great wrestlers on that roster. I'm definitely gonna look that up. But like I said, I'm gonna be checking out these other companies. You'll see what they got going on. Have them come on the show, talk to us. No gifts, because like I said, one thing about I'm sure you do it with the uh, elite marks and the Zach attacks and whatnot. My my thing is, I want to get guys over. I want to get young ladies over. I, I right. know that's a, that's a hard thing to do, especially going on now. So you come on these podcasts. It's all it's all about you. Let yeah. the world know what well, you're all about. Let the world know. Right, and that's how, and that's all I want to do is help out these people because I know that sometimes they don't get paid as much. I want them to promote themselves as much as possible, and that's why I promote other uh, independent wrestling organizations uh, to help them out as well. Um, so, you know, I got accused of uh, by uh, Stephen Platinum, who uh, is considered to be the godfather of wrestling. They, oh, I've got some kind of alternative motive or whatever. I really don't. I just really enjoy doing that. If that makes me a dork, that makes me a dork. But I, I, I enjoy helping people out, and I enjoy talking about professional wrestling. So Yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that. See, I've been watching wrestling since I was five years old. I'm 41 years old. Do the math. I love yeah. it. And this is one of these times, though, as I said, thanks to the pandemic, I get the opportunity to do something I always want to do. I always want to do a podcast. I always want to talk about pro wrestling. I want to talk about pro wrestling with pro wrestling fans. I want to talk about pro wrestling with other professional wrestlers. This is not an easy thing to do. I'm telling no, you. It, I mean, you can get on the mic and just talk. I mean, anybody can do that. But, you know, if you don't have somebody on that end, that's why I said I like to have somebody on the other end talking with me because I'm not a long-winded person. Because anybody that knows me know, you know, I don't talk very much. But when it's something that I'm passionate about, it's something that I love, I can ride all night. Same here, brother. But before we get out of here again, we'll be back. It'll be possibly tomorrow. And it probably will be tomorrow. We're going to do the SummerSlam predictions um awesome i said you can always come come and join the show if you want to trey i'll get wes on here see if he's free we can do a quote unquote Uh, triple triple threat and speaking of triple threats uh, go to elite marsh fantasy wrestling when those promos go up vote (laughs) for me vote for the bad superman i set the tone you got I this made, in the bag, man. I've seen your promos and I've seen theirs. I, I set the tone. It. I set the tone when I made my debut. Somebody decided to say something. And oh, it, you're talking about JC Vengeance. JC Vengeance decided to call me a fanboy because I have something that he probably would never have. I have a collection He's of belts. Jealous. So <laughs> I would have loved to have him as Summer Bash, but I can get oh, him next. Right, yeah, yeah. You'll get I, your I, opportunity at, I, at JC. 
They put me in a triple threat. Apparently, these two gentlemen, the Snake and the Irish Pit Bull, apparently they did some bad things. So anybody know what the catchphrase is? Bad things happen to bad people. So go to Ooh. Elite Marks Fantasy Wrestling. Check that out. It's Summer Bash. And with that said, I am the best Superman, Darnell Sparrow. Trey Davis on the other side. And we are out of here. As always, get snapped.